who is with Vinny Fiorenza. There's a lot he doesn't know. There's a lot he wants to know. This is a podcast where he tries to learn from people who know things he doesn't. He'll be focusing on people from the worlds of business, entertainment, and the arts. His guests are people he finds fascinating and that he believes will bring value to others. Join him on the journey on finding out who is. And then lo and behold, a couple of days later, I'm at work and who calls but Bill. And (laughs) Bill Murray on the phone. The show uh, ended up being nominated for two Emmys in the interactive category. And I lost the Game of Thrones. We have uh, close to 34,000 members. And then then, uh, get on set however you can. You know, I mean, get the, you know, get those internship opportunities, get those uh, assistant, you know, those PA opportunities, just get on set however you can. And uh, and then foster those relationships and 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 work your work your way up. We are here with a vet Vargas. I'm excited for this one. Let's get into it. The same question I ask everyone: Tell us where are you originally from? Let's all get right. into it. Yeah, let's get a vet right, Vargas. Right. Yeah, well, I was born in the Bronx, nice. Bronx, New York. So that's where I am originally from. Yeah. Um, from origin. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, so I, you know, I was raised there with uh, with my Puerto Rican family and my three go. brothers, the lover, the fighter, the jock. <laughs> they are that until this day. I was the artist in between, uh, and then we ended up moving to a New Jersey suburb. Nice, which one? Uh, Fairfield, New Jersey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Fairfield, New Jersey is not that far out of the, the no. New York City. So uh, so then I had this uh, from that point on. Then I had this both this urban upbringing as well as a suburban upbringing. But that's originally where I'm from. What 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 does it um, mean to you being from that area, like your roots, especially being that because you're in that light now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been I've been I've been living in LA for a minute now, and uh, I mean it means everything to me, Vinny. Oh, I, yeah. I, it, New York is my home in my heart. I heard the way you said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New York is my home in my heart. Um, it's just like you know you just cannot uh, like split the two. Yeah. And I love L.A., by the way. Like, I love, yeah. love, love L.A., and I do feel like this is my home. I'm very, very comfortable here. But in terms of when I think about home, I yeah. definitely think about New York. Yeah, especially the Bronx. There's strong culture over there. Strong, sure. you know, very strong culture, uh, strong family ties. Yeah. Um, you were saying you were always the artist. So I guess uh, were, were you always interested in entertainment? How early did that start for you? It started as early as I can remember. I grew up drawing, painting, and writing. So I was just always a visual storyteller. That's that's all that I ever loved. That was my greatest passion. And uh, what happened over time was that the 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 pictures or the 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 drawings and the paintings that I was creating those became inspirations for stories. So I started writing about what the the art that I was creating, and then after a while I flipped it, where then I started creating art about the stories that I was writing. So I always had this relationship with uh, the visual and the story that was inspiring the visual and also the story that was behind the visual. I, I know I know you still continue that to this day and some of you still draw a little yeah I do oh, I, I absolutely do I mean I don't I don't have that much time for yeah, it yeah. anymore and it kills me um it just kills me because like there it's just such a 
it's a magical kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, as like a personal experience and a personal expression. I, I, again, I just don't have that much time for it. But when I do, uh, when I do engage, I, I just, I just love it, and I'm just escape Good. and flow, and it's, uh, and it's whatever's inside that wants to come out to get on the page. I love that. Did you, did your family have anything to do with you getting into the arts? Were there, was there influences around there? Um, you know, not necessarily directly. You know, my yeah. my my dad, uh, my my father actually should have been a stand-up comedian. You know, we were just talking about <laughs> comedians before you rolled camera. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My father was just absolutely hilarious. So I so we always had that kind of creativity, um, just with being quick-witted yeah, and uh, and and taking advantage of like the moment, what was happening in the moment, and connecting those dots in, in, into humor. And then also my dad, um, he was, he, you know, he used to be part of an acapella group oh, growing okay. up. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so so there was definitely creativity there and then creativity nice. outside of my immediate family. Um, but I definitely, you know, was the only artist in the, you know, in the house. But we had, I mean, we had every toy. We had yeah, yeah. You know, every kind of, you know, digital um, technology that also made it possible for me to create art. Nice. So... It was uh, the influence, you know. The influence uh, was always there to be creative. Nice. A lot, a lot of it, is, it sounds like a lot of inspiration. Mentioning the toys and everything. Yep. What, Absolutely. Who were some of uh, the big as a filmmaker? Who were some of the you know biggest inspirations as a filmmaker for you? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there were many. There were many. Well, you know, one of the things growing up um and i and i remember this i mean from very 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 early ages my my parents definitely always appreciated cinema and uh so i was introduced to the criterion collection really early and you know just a lot of black and white classic films um so that happened just very early on so i understood that there was a craft yeah there was a craft of cinematic storytelling and that there were those that did it really well and those oh, that, yeah. that didn't do it so well. But even some of those films that, that where it wasn't done so well, that, that those could be good in their own, yeah, you know, in, in their own way. In, yes, exactly. But, um, you know, in terms of in terms of filmmakers and I, and I think this is also because I'm from New York originally, huge fan of Scorsese, yeah, yeah. you know, definitely growing up and, and, and Spike Lee. Yeah. Um, I mean, those were. Both of those were really huge inspirations early on. Nice, yeah. And uh, so same era, I guess, different avenues and like, but same, but same new the New York feel for sure. Totally, absolutely. Uh, across the, the, the board, the New York, the New York feel. Yeah. The New York feel, and I always gravitated, you know, nice. to, towards those kinds of stories. And there are so many films that were set that yeah. were set in New York, or, or or you have characters that have like the New York sensibility. So True. I definitely saw that kind of representation not necessarily good latino representation that's another another subject but uh but definitely in terms of i could relate to the locations um and what was happening in terms of a vibe and a sensibility Uh, so for 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 your career in entertainment i'm curious about the beginnings of it did you go to school for for yeah yeah Yeah. tell us about that experience yeah no for sure so i mentioned that you know i grew up drawing and painting uh and uh and writing and I definitely knew that art and creativity was my thing. So I actually ended up going to FIT first oh, in New nice. York, Fashion yeah. Institute of Technology, where I studied fashion design and minored in graphic design. And uh, and I went there for, for you know for two years because I wanted to start working. Yeah. 
and uh, and then I ended up working in the in the garment district for two oh. for two years. I worked for I was like fashion designer uh, for Donna Karen and Calvin Klein and a whole host of others because I was freelancing all, all over the place. And then I also was freelancing as a graphic designer, working in advertising and mm-hmm. all kinds of all kinds of different jobs. But after two years of working in the fashion industry, I loved the work, but I hated the people. <laughs> oh, wow. I yeah. really, really, I really, really did. It was just, I mean, don't get me wrong. Not I, for I, you. I, I have, yeah. I, I have, I, I have some great friends until this day, but it's just, it's just a very difficult business and the people are extremely difficult. And I just knew that I didn't want to, for the rest of my career, yeah. basically, you know, be around those people. And uh, and also around this time, a um, couple of things that I haven't mentioned is that I was also DJing. Oh, wait, at the, at to, the same time, like yes, with the FIT yeah, and all yeah, that. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, I was wow. I was DJing just local. What, you know, what was local. the genre? What, what was like? What were you mixing? Uh, it, it was it was hip hop and dance. You know, oh, dan- nice. dance music, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. hip hop, house music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and I also uh, you know I, I also used to do a bit of you know street street art. Um, you know, I had my own tag and and, and what all was that. It? Uh, well, DJ Tempest. So then, Tempest, Tempest. Tempest was my street, was my tag, and uh, and DJ Tempest was my was my name. So uh, so I also was doing that, and um, you know, so really, music was a big influence, and I started creating music videos. Uh, oh wow! You know, so that so that also really was an inspiration um, to absolutely pursue storytelling. And I again, I knew that I, that I needed to make a change from fashion, and uh, and I really wanted to study film. So what happened was yeah, let's hear that, uh, and it's a great story. <laughs> it's a great story, by the way. So what happened was that um, I decided to take a summer semester at NYU Tisch, and okay. it was it was a credited class, and it was like the last day of of, of being able to register. So I couldn't do it online because it had, it was closed online. So I literally had to go down to NYU. Um, and uh, and as I was signing up for the for the class, and there was like one slot left, uh-huh. so I was, I was signing up for that. The uh, the registrar who I, who I was chatting with, basically he said, "Well, listen, you know what's going to happen is that you're going to take this class, and if it's for you, you're going to be really bummed because then you won't be able to continue. So I highly recommend that you that you uh, register." Um, as a full-time student, like, you know, submit an application to, to try to become a full-time student because if you don't do it now, then you'll have to wait till next year. So I was like, all right, I, t- I, yeah. I took his advice. I absolutely applied for full-time. And then, uh, and then the, on the first day of the summer, of the summer class, which I absolutely loved and I knew that I was in oh, the right place. Great. I knew that I was on the right track. And when I came home that day, I received my acceptance letter from NYU Tisch as a full-time student. Wow. So I just, I mean, clearly there were signs there and I just knew that I just had to make this work. So uh, so my major was film and television production with a focus on directing. So uh, so that's that was li- literally my beginning of my, of my formal training. And then what happened was that I was working as a graphic designer in the evenings or just you know other times on weekends Your while can't be stopped could, could, could not be stopped and plus yeah, I was able to make you know extra money yeah, yeah, and course. everything else so I was working at this um, at this ad agency this fashion advertising agency yeah. and one day while I was going to work who was leaving the agency but Bill Murray wow. the actor Bill Murray yeah, yeah. and we locked eyes it was like you know just like this kind of thing and and I felt a connection to him and he smiled at me. And uh, and I was like, wow, I wonder why Bill Murray was in the building. So then I checked the directory of the building, and there was a post-production company mm. there. 
And I was like, you know what? You I know bet, the movie? I bet, yeah, I, I <laughs> bet that he was actually working with this post-production company because it was the advertising agency. I mean, he could have been uh, certainly visiting the advertising agency, but we weren't doing anything with Boulder. Yeah. I would have known. So it had to be this post-production company. So I went to the post-production company and I asked the uh, the receptionist, are you guys working with Bill Murray? And she's like, yeah, we're, you know, we're doing a, a commercial spot with him. And I asked, okay, well, is he going to come back? Is he going to be back? And she said yes. So... So anyway, I took that weekend to create like a whole package for Bill Murray because I wanted to invite him to be in my senior thesis film at NYU. So I dropped off this package and it was amazing. And he wasn't in that particular day when I dropped it off, but I knew that he was gonna, you know, was gonna come back. So a couple of days later, I called the post-production company just to make mm. sure, confirm that Bill had received the package. So then who picks up the phone was the assistant editor that he was working with, uh, her name is Anna Anna Paula, who's become a, a dear, dear, dear friend of mine um, till this day. And uh, and basically she said, uh, you know, Bill, absolutely, he knows about the package. I had to open it and read it to him. Wow. He's very, very, very impressed. And he wants to meet with you when he gets back because <laughs> he was in Paris at the time. So, uh, so of course, I was just blown away. And, and then lo and behold, a couple of days later, I'm at work. And who calls but Bill and wow. <laughs> Bill Murray on the phone? That's great. And he says, "Hey, Yvette, you know this is Bill. Can you come downstairs because the post production company yeah. was below? Um, you know to uh, you know come hang out with me and talk for a little bit." And I was like, "Absolutely." So I went down. Um, we met. He absolutely loved my project. He couldn't be in it. He was he was doing a couple of other films during that time uh -huh. period, but he gave me money for wow. my for my senior thesis film. And uh, so I made that film, and it ended up winning the best of NYU. It got me a lot of buzz, and that's what got me out to L.A. Wow, congrats. That's amazing. <laughs> what a story. Yeah, how, how Bill Murray got, got, you, got you here. I actually saw him a fifth, fifth, I don't know, now was it over a year ago. I saw him at the London. But, uh, nice. yeah, so that's pretty crazy. He was yeah. actually my, my friend's baseball coach out in upstate New York. Amazing. Yeah, all over, yeah he's, he's all, he's all over, over the place. Yeah, he's all great. over the place. But, yeah, so, so he definitely was a, a phenomenal catalyst in terms of getting me out, you know, to L.A. And then in terms of additional forming it formal education because uh, NYU is my undergrad yeah. and for grad school I went to UCLA where I studied um, oh, screenwriting yeah. and uh, and uh, with a focus on television show running they had a two-year concentration in television and I also did that perfect Do you, so I know now like a, that you started off uh, writing directing producing your own project sounds like you started off in college you still do that till today. You started your own uh, uh, pr production services company. You want to yep. dive into that? What's sure, the name sure. of it, too? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um, the first production company that I started yeah. when, when a few years after I uh, moved to L.A., and I do have this company till this day. It was amazing. And cool. that company is called Digital Rain, R-E-I-G-N. Okay. So that was a digital media production company um, because once I moved to L.A., I became a multi-platform storyteller. I was started working at the digital departments at the studios and uh, creating all of this content for films, television, comic books, video games, wow. music. I mean, anything that was going on at the studio at the time that needed additional kinds of promotion, creative promotion, um, and uh, and that's where I would come in to create digital media. Uh, for all of those different intellectual properties. There, most of the time it was about to premiere, something new that was about to uh, be dropped. 
And um, so I built up a great list of contacts doing that because I was also freelancing all over town. I have the New York hustle. I'm constantly yeah, working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then after you know a, a couple of years of doing that, that's when I started Digital Rain. And uh, with my with my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband, and we oh, both nice. went, thank you. And we built that company up um, very 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 successfully. But now the company that you're talking about is called Indigo Rain. So and the, so that's and it's still R E I G N. So Indigo Rain Films. You can find us at Indigo Rain Film. Uh, we literally just uh, just got off the ground, and it is a full services. Uh, it's a full it's a full service production services yeah. company. We uh, we offer everything from pre production, production, post production, marketing, distribution. So we literally can produce oh, your you project. Distri- you distribute as well. Distribution as well. Wow. So so we literally can produce your project from start to finish. Or we also offer a la carte services. So if you need a budget done, we we can do a budget for you. If you need um, uh, like marketing services, yeah. de- uh, deck, a uh, deck design, we we can also do that. Obviously, writing, directing, producing, casting, yep. you pretty much name it. We also can again, uh, we offer a la carte services. So we can produce the whole thing or parts of it, parts of a project, or little bits of it, little bits of a project. Nice, yeah, I love that. A lot, a lot of production companies running, running through this area. It sounds like we'll throw some business your way. Thank you, thank but, you. Um, I would appreciate that. Of course, yeah. I, you know, I read up on you. We spoke a little bit. Um, I saw this, uh, the project called the uh, Dark Profit. Yeah. Yeah. Tell tell us a little bit about that. Sure. 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 Amazing. Thank you. Thank you no, for. Of course. Thank you for finding it and thank you for bringing it up. So interestingly enough, while I was at UCLA. Uh, you know, studying television, as well as you know, screen screenwriting. But television again was my was my main focus. I had developed a television series called Dark Prophet. Yeah. And my undergrad, NYU Tisch, they have a thriving alumni here in LA. In fact, they they also opened a new uh, building here. So if you're if you're an NYU student, uh, a Tisch NYU NYU student in New York, you can do a semester here. Because now oh. they have now they have like a whole facility, which I was actually just. They might the never other day. leave. I know exactly. <laughs> it was it was amazing, but anyway, uh, NYU alumni they have incredible events. It's just constant, constant events, and something that they do every year is that they have a um, a digital a digital series lab, the way that Sundance does their labs. So this is this was for alumni, and uh, very long story short, I ended up becoming one of the ten one of the ten fellows in that oh, program wow. and then ultimately I won it and I had produced three Congrats. episodes of a web series called Dark Prophet which is a sci-fi action thriller starring Henry Rollins oh. and uh, so I ended up winning that NYU alumni competition and the judges were NBC Universal television executives who loved the show so that led to me getting a production grant from NBC Universal so I kept making episodes and then Sundance, uh, yeah. If you're, have you ever been to the Sundance Film Festival? Uh, okay. Yeah, not yet. All right. Well, it's massive. There's yeah, so yeah, much yeah. that you know, so much that goes on there. Yeah, and I've seen Entourage. Yes, there you <laughs> I'm go. Kidding. There you go. Well, there's just so much that goes on there. Um, you know, there's like a lot of just different events, yeah, yeah. all different events that are uh, occurring in support of the festival. So there was one event uh, there that invited me to come and present Dark Prophet. Yeah. So I did that, and uh, 
there were direct TV executives there who really loved the show. So then that led to Dark Prophet then premiering on direct TV. Wow. And it did really, really well in that space. And because it was like this digital show that then ended up premiering in the linear television space and and, and did well, the show uh, ended up being nominated for two Emmys in the interactive category. And I lost the Game of Thrones. I I think that's an okay story there. Yes, I can absolutely live with that. And uh, but I've been working in I've been working in mm-hmm. television since as a creator, as a you know, developer, as a development executive, mm-hmm. as a producer, and uh, many 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 other things. Yeah. Oh, we're ha- happy to have you here. It's pretty pretty. Thank you. Yeah, you know, in- interesting backstory. Uh, on your LinkedIn, it says you're part of the Hidden Empire Film Group. <laughs> What's sure, that? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, Should yeah. I know about it? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Hidden Empire Film Group. It's it's a. Uh, they've been traditionally a film production company. Cool, cool. They've been around for about seventeen years. It's mm-hmm. a, an incredible husband and wife team. Dion Taylor and Roxanne Taylor. Independent is really where they live. Uh, and basically, how they started out was uh, that you know D- Dion he is a, a director and a writer. And Roxanne is a producer. And basically how they started was that Dion had an idea for a film. He went all over town pitching it, could not get could not get a bite on it, could not get the funding. And then they decided to go out and fund it themselves. And they haven't stopped yeah. since. And they've just had great success producing independent film. Now, of course, they you know they do work with the studios. But, uh, but they're definitely independent in their heart. So they brought me on, it was about two years ago, to uh, build out their television department. So uh, yeah, developed a a lot of TV shows. Um, Some of them started to sell and, uh, but then the strike happened. So now it's uh, it's a matter of uh, going back out there again, but yeah, yeah, so. so. Hit the ground running after after all this. Exactly. uh, you you've been writing for a while. Do you do you, are you genre focused or like is there like a specific lane that you try and stay in? I mean, I'm definitely more of like a genre writer, uh, which is action, thriller, crime, sci-fi, nice. magical realism. I mean, those are those are the lanes that I live in for the most part. But I also I also write uh, like quirky and and dark humor as cool. well. Yeah. But uh, but but definitely. I'm a genre. I'm a genre writer. Got it. Cool. Um, the way the way that I connected with you originally was through uh, was through uh, the yeah, clubhouse. Um, you you have your own writers room and all, all yeah. the, the big club <laughs> and you know yeah she's on there almost every day I, I think right or close well, to it. Well, I'm definitely there. I'm definitely there for our show, our new cool. Hollywood. Got yeah, it. yeah. So like Wednesday, right? Yeah, every every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Clubhouse app is our new Hollywood show. And New Hollywood. So basically, I uh, yeah, I found let's hear it from it. the beginning. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, 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 Absolutely. Well, all right. So, so basically, the <laughs> pandemic happened. Right. Yeah. That, that was the beginning. Uh, the pandemic happened, and um, and I was invited because you know, at the time mm-hmm. it was invitation only. I was invited huh. to uh, to to get on Clubhouse, and I'm like, what the hell is Clubhouse? You know. And when I first got in, I was like, what is going on here? This is you know, this is crazy. Listening to all these different conversations and with thousands and thousands of yeah. people. But when I find, you know, when when I got on stage, and I mean, I got on stage right away. I listened. I listened for maybe like one or two days before I actually got on stage. Yeah. And then when I got on stage and actually started participating, like I literally could feel the connection, the connection just to all of these people, 
and uh, and I realized how much isolated, uh, how much I literally was feeling isolated yeah. during you know during the pandemic. It saved a lot of people. Oh my God, it absolutely yeah. saved. It saved a tremendous a tremendous amount of people to be able to connect with yeah. new people because at the time, it was just my husband and I yeah. <laughs> in our home. Um, on lockdown, you know, on lockdown in LA. So it was, it was just so freaking incredible to be able to connect with all these human beings. And then for myself as a woman, as a Latina in the industry, one of my passions and certainly something that I've been very loud about has been representation in, uh, in media, you know, representation in entertainment. So when I got on Clubhouse, which was in January of 2021, wow. and when I was really thinking about, you know, because I did want to have my own, um, you know, club. Yeah. At, at the time, I was really, I mean, there was just really no other choice but New Hollywood. And New Hollywood has been a term that I've used for many, many years. We need a New Hollywood, <laughs> a more inclusive Hollywood, a Hollywood that collaborates and just shares information, and there's no gatekeeping, right? Yeah. So. Uh, so I, that's when I that's when I started the, the the new Hollywood house and and club. Oh, so oh, you you started? Yeah, that. I was oh, the cool, founder. Cool, cool. Yeah, I was the founder of New Hollywood, cool. and uh, and we haven't missed a Wednesday show. So every single Wednesday, there's wow. a new there's a new uh, social audio slash podcast. Yeah, show. yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. exactly. And so I interview industry professionals as well as have you know just incredible conversations. Mm. With uh, our um, very our, our esteemed members, we have uh, close to thirty four thousand wow. members, That's great. which is which is just incredible, amazing. We're actually gonna we're gonna have our first live uh, IRL event here IRL, in, in LA, yeah. and hopefully you'll be here. Yeah. Um, you and your team can can join us. It's November, yeah. Wednesday, November first. Nice, soon. and uh, really soon. Uh, yeah, really really soon um, at. Uh, 8 p.m. I will send you all the information. Cool, we can, cool. you know, we yeah, can we'll get it out it there. To yeah, everyone totally. Who should exactly. Be there. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, New Hollywood. It's 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 a mindset. You know, it's it's yep. it's really about shifting the paradigms of old Hollywood, and uh, and creating just creating new opportunities for ourselves. Working together, again, uh, no gatekeeping. Sharing the yeah. information, growing together, and building. You know, building what the next, what what the next face and the next phase of Hollywood is. Speaking of that, I know you, I know you have like a toe in the film three space. Yep. Yeah, tell us about that and what what is film three for all sure. of us, you know? Sure, sure, sure. Lay yeah. people that don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, so, um, so you know, film three is, is, is it's out of the web three, you know, the, yeah. out of the web three. So, so let me just explain web three first because I think that'll be a little easier than to, to explain film three. So, Web three, it is the uh, it is the next evolution of the internet, right? So when the internet first happened, that was web, you know, web one, where it's basically just open for everyone, and then web two came along, where now it's really owned, and that's what we're in right now, web two, yeah. um, or web two point five, but mo it's really still web two, but that's really now owned by co companies, huge companies and corporations. And they own our data, right? So we don't we don't have uh, bless Ooh, you. Thank so you. so we you know if we're on a platform, 
uh, that we don't own what we contribute to. So we have to make sure to protect ourselves yeah. um, by uh, by building up our, 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 our mailing lists and uh, and being able to have more of a direct relationship with uh, with our audience because we don't own those platforms. They basically own us, right? Yeah. And, they mon- and they monetize off of For us. Sure. So Web3, uh, and that's the opportunity in terms, I mean, the technology is certainly there uh, and there are, platforms already that work this way but it's it now the it's really about where you as a creator as a contributor where you own your own content right nice. so okay. um and, and certainly of course you can work with uh there are web three types of platforms and you and your deal with them is a much better deal as a creator than let's just say a youtube right where they uh, even for the advertising, where they still they you know they still get most of the revenue. So in Web three, it's where you own your own data and and you own your own content, and you build your community and uh, so, and now you have a direct link to your community and therefore you can monetize off of your community. You can literally build with your community. You can grow something together, and uh, and then there's blockchain. You know certainly blockchain can play a role in that with uh, smart contracts and full transparency. Uh, not all Web3 is blockchain, but certainly you can utilize the blockchain to make sure that it's there protected. is just, yeah, exactly. And, and just, and just you know, um, you know, just, uh, uh, just it's, it, it levels the playing field, cool. right? There, there's, there, there's no BS, there's no creative uh, accounting. Yeah, yeah. So now Film3. So now Film3 is the entertainment, um, the t- entertainment aspect of a Web3 type of community, but also just any any storyteller, any filmmaker can become part of the Film3 movement. It's, 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 it's a movement to utilize Web3 sensibilities where you own it and you have a direct relationship with your audience. There's no, there's no middleman. And, uh, and therefore you can create and monetize and build your own lane. Wow, yeah. Uh, was a mouthful yes but, but well yeah, yeah we're interested to see the you know the how, how how it turns into that or like what what sticks how it transforms eventually and you know i was speaking with a lot of people throughout the hollywood space and hearing how people are engaging in the film three world as yes, well so it's absolutely. pretty interesting for sure yeah um uh lastly i guess uh if you could mention a little bit like advice for people on I guess networking in the space, and uh, I actually have something else to ask after that. But yeah, yeah, just advice. Sure, sure, absolutely. I mean, in terms of networking. Yeah. I, well, I mean, first of all, um, always come with an open, yeah. uh, with an open heart and an open hand. Uh, the best, the best networking, the, the best way to establish uh, a relationship that's actually is going to be meaningful is to give. Yeah. <laughs> is literally just walking into a relationship, um, asking, "What can I do for you?" What can I do for you? Because eventually then those people, they're going to be asking you, what can I do for you? So it's really coming in, being a good human, <laughs> being a good human, giving, how can how can you be helpful is the best way to actually establish a relationship that's going to grow. So you always want to be in that in that space. And I mean, that's just great advice as a human yeah, period, course. but yeah. certainly in this space, but- for sure, where people are always wanting something take 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 take. exactly so for you to come and actually be offering something is very valuable and uh so that's 
just advice for yeah. sure. And then and then like, get on set however you can. You know, cool. I mean, get the you know get those internship opportunities, get those uh, assistant, you know, those PA yeah. opportunities. Just get on set however you can. And uh, and then foster those relationships and 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 work your work your way up. That's that's what I nice. advise. And as a th- thank you, as a as a Latina filmmaker, like how, how do you feel? Um, like I guess a current climate and stuff like that. I work with a few people part of nosotros, so uh-huh. I feel like, yeah. I feel like I they are doing a decent job at uh, you know get shining a light on what yeah. needs to be there. How do you feel about the current climate about that? Right uh, well, I mean, you know, with the strike and everything, we'll see what happens no. next now in terms of what gets greenlit. And I mean, there have been a couple of projects that have been greenlit and announced, um, but they're not, uh, they're not. I mean, there was one book that was optioned that was a BIPOC, but no. um, but the but the other projects so far that have been greenlit um, that have been uh, publicized, uh, you know, haven't really been. It's not really. It doesn't have a lot of representation, but in terms of, uh, I mean, there's a lot of work to be done still. Yeah. I mean, yes, of course, has has progress been made? Yes, but there's a tremendous amount of work to be done, and especially, uh, you know, being a Latina and uh, and 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 a, and a Latino in general, where we are 19.1 of the U.S. population, yeah. and we certainly do not have 19, 19.1 representation in front of the camera or behind the camera. Yeah. So there's just a tremendous amount of work to be done. And, you know, it all comes to being in, having that seat at the table, like someone who literally has the power to green light. And there are just very few Latinos that that literally have that. Well, and until we get that green light power um, in terms of representation and, and just an expansion of stories to be told, it's gonna be very slow progress. We have to have that seat at the table and that power to green light. Well, it seems like there's been a little bit of a shift. That definitely, definitely on the on like on the ground out here throughout the city. Yeah. So let's get get it to the screen. But I'm gonna. I, I appreciate you being here and sharing that. I'm gonna switch it up to our little rapid fire section. You got it. Yeah. All let's right. let's rock. Do you have a favorite movie? I. You know that. You know how difficult that is. Impossible. Let's it's hear yours. Absolutely. <laughs> it's absolutely so 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 difficult. Um. My God, it's hard. It's hard, but I mean, but I'll go. I'll go with my, you know, always with my my go tos. Yeah. Uh, that that I mean, I always go to, and and it's two together: Godfather one and Godfather two. I know. Bang, I know. Same. You know, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I know it's cliche, but those yeah. films are pretty damn amazing. Um, do you, uh, I always usually ask this with filmmakers? Do you have a favorite show as well? Uh, that's also yeah, impossible. <laughs> that's, even, yeah, yeah. that's even. That's even harder. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have several that are tied for number one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, which I can give you, and you know, just going back, I guess, kind of chronological. I mean, so the Sopranos for sure. Love the Sopranos. Breaking Bad, Mad Men. Oh, all right. Yeah, you know, Six Feet Under. Uh, I mean, these are these are amongst my my all time favorites. Nice. Um, do I know you're from the interactive space? Do you personally have a favorite video game, like? Wow. Uh, also, wow. yeah, also really <laughs> difficult. But I mean, I, I can say in terms of more recent years, I mean, definitely a huge fan of, of The Last of Us because it's so, like cool. the narrative games. I'm a huge fan of the narrative games. And The Last of mm. Us was pretty incredible. You really are a nerd. This yeah, is yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Um, Absolutely. What's, uh, I, I'm learning about this over time. Uh, what's your Zodiac? Oh, okay. I'm a Leo. Nice. Very yeah. good. That's July. Yep. That's yep. Cool. Um, the last one, someone from history you'd love to have dinner with. Oh, wow. 
Damn. Uh, I wish I had prepared for these. Someone from <laughs> history that, yeah, that I'd love to have dinner with. Wow, there's so many, so many incredible people. Um, wow, that one's uh, that one's incredible. I mean, I mean, of course, I have to say Jesus Christ. Okay, you know, Jesus yeah, Christ yeah. for sure. Because We've gotten him here before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love. I mean, yeah. of course, have dinner. Have, have dinner. We'd have fish. We would have fish for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Be bountiful. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, so Jesus Christ, you know, definitely. I'm just trying to think of a, a woman because there's so many, so many incredible Mother Teresa, of course. Yeah. Let's let's add her to the to the list. Princess Diana, I would love yeah. to have a, a conversation. A royal, with. royal, royal yes, dinner. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. I would. Well, I would love to have a conversation with her. Just because of um, the phenomenon, yeah. you know, that like the whole phenomenon, and I, and I think the phenomenon just even grew so much more after her death. Mm. So I just think it would be a fascinating cool. conversation, just to you know to really have about you know about that because now we're talking about like there's also celebrity that becomes part of that yeah. conversation. So uh, I can go on yeah, and on. Thank and on, you. But, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Jesus, Jesus, Mother Teresa, and yeah, Princess Diana. And Princess Diana. Yeah. So we're gonna close out here. Um, if you could tell the audience, uh, what do you have going on next, and where they could find you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so last year I wrote, directed, and produced a proof of concept short called Confessions, okay. which I've been traveling around. Yeah. Uh, it's been doing very, very well at film festivals, but it's a world. It's a, it's a whole universe. So I am preparing to uh, pitch that as a television series. So that's one of the things that I'm currently working on and, uh, you know, got an incredible, incredible team on, uh, on that. Uh, I also wrote a, uh, a feature film for two independent producers nice. just before the strike. So, uh, so now I'm working on raising the funds for, uh, for that. And that's a hip hop Romeo and Juliet story set here in Los Angeles. Wow. And I'm also co-writing and producing another feature film, which is, uh, primarily set in Kenya. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so working on that and I just finished, speaking of video games, I literally just finished show running uh, the writer's room of a video game for oh. <laughs> for a new narrative video game on the level of The Last of Us. So I just, uh, I just finished doing that. And, uh, and then I've got a couple of staff writing opportunities. Amazing. So those are some of the things that yeah. I'm working on. I haven't said wow this to. many times yeah. in a while <laughs> for the episodes. Well, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. And then, of course, just started um, Indigo, Indigo cool. Rain films. Yeah, congrats again. So, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, anyone who's looking to produce their projects, please, uh, please come our Hit way. Her up. Yeah, exactly. You could visit our our, our, our website. How, how could is, they connect? Yeah. Yeah. So it's Indigo Rain, and that's R E I G N. So Indigo R E I G N. Uh, dot film. Um, so cool. Indigo Rain dot film. You could uh, find us there. We have a coming soon page right now, but you, cool. there's a whole form you can yep. fill out. And uh, and then in terms of for myself, you could totally hit me up. I'm uh, pretty much at the Yvette Vargas, pretty much everywhere. So that's uh, and that's Yvette with an E. So the E V E T T E Vargas V A R G A S. And uh, so that's on uh, and you can you know I'm on I G X TikTok Threads Clubhouse Clubhouse of course and uh, and LinkedIn. So perfect. At the Yvette Vargas. Well, we appreciate you coming all the way out here. This was a blast. And I uh, hope you enjoyed as well. I've loved it. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank yeah, you for having me. Have you soon.